0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Stylish Bride, the podcast dedicated to making sure you are dressed, styled, and down the aisle. And today, I am here with someone that I've been dying to interview for a very, very long time, sitting in her beautiful store. So I'm here with Giselle from Spina Bride. And thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited about this interview.
1: Hi, Julie. And hi, guys. I hope everyone's doing well today. I'm so glad you're here. I'm excited about this interview. It would be great to walk you through my shops and kind of get to know each other.
0: Absolutely. Okay. well, let's dive in. I want to start with a little bit of background so people understand the context. Tell us your story.
1: Okay, so we actually are getting into our third year anniversary now. Seems like just yesterday. We're really excited about that. We actually grew from a 600 square foot space, small little hole in the wall in the Wells Village, now into the Highline location on 18th and 10th Avenue. We ended up creating that little West Village location into a flagship store for one of our designers and that's really special and curated because girls like to go in there and completely make their dream dress from scratch which is amazing and then they walk into our bigger store on 18th and 10th avenue and it still feels intimate because you have two separate areas the front room and the back room we have amazing designers from all over the world part of our concept for this brand is that everything we carry is an international designer and they're all exclusive to us in the east coast or the new york tri-state area which is really hard to do because you kind of have to really keep the designers happy and you have to keep the brides happy and it kind of has to work for everybody so we have designers from australia israel budapest even European designers, which is great. But everyone has a different story. There's a bespoke designer, Samuel Couture, that comes in and does all the tailoring for brides in the actual store herself. She actually physically lives in Brooklyn now, but she buys all her fabrications from Europe. And the Australian designer we have that has more streamlined silhouettes and um, very clean looks, And then we have Hannah Morales who is nowhere else to be found in the United States. And we brought her in, which is super exciting. She's an Israeli designer. She can open up necklines or change skirts and things like that. And she has really beautiful 3D florals in her assortment. And particularly one really cool gown that I personally love myself is a strapless fur skirt one. So I'll have to show you that. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's really I would love to see it. Delarne is one of our personal favorites as well. They've been with us from the very beginning and they love to mix and match things with us and create uh, collections that no one else has that we just carry, which is really great. And we also have heirloom pieces by... A designer named Daphne Newman, they do a lot of beautiful handwork, all silk tulle, um, nothing yellows after the year, so you can really pass it on. And of course, beautiful slip dresses by a designer named ala Robe. They're amazing. It looks great on a lot of different types of bodies, and you can pair them up with little overskirts, etc., And then, obviously, one of the biggest designers we carry in the shop is Liz Martinez. She really brings a lot of traffic. She's an Israeli designer. And a lot of her um, pieces really evoke romanticism and 3D florals, which are very much in now, and uh, just flowy fabrications, which the girls are really looking for now.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They really are. Now, taking a step back for one second, you first started your business with a floral design, studio and you still do that yes and then you have two locations here in new york city and just tell me a little bit about why you went from floral design which is a completely different thing to wedding dresses yes, it's
1: kind of interesting when we when my business partner and i started the concept we originally thought okay well we already have florals going on why not maybe bring in flower girls no. <laughs> it was much too small of an idea, although I love flower girls, but we wanted to encompass everything that had to do with weddings. And at first we thought it was it would be really easy because, oh, we already know everybody in the wedding industry. It's completely different when you get into bridal. Uh, so it's a bit of a challenge in the beginning, but we pulled through. We... I used my background, which was in sourcing and production, and that's more knowing fabrications and textiles and cut and make. And it really helped because a lot of the work that we do here is custom. So the girls feel really comfortable knowing that there's somebody who understands what they want to get capture on their day, even if it doesn't exactly exist on the rack. But going from floral events to full bridal, it just seemed natural because we wanted to create a lifestyle company. Mm. That's the piece.
0: Because there's really
1: nothing natural
0: about no. dresses and girls <laughs> now that, you know, yeah, you look at it. Yeah, nice but it's
1: nice because we can tell our brides, well, you know, we do flowers for your day. We do events for your day. We have wedding planners such as yourself that we recommend and stylists oh, actually, such as yourself. Yeah, I'm not a planner, oh, so no. let's back okay. So
0: sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> I thought you did both. Just styles, Okay, well, yeah, I'm just I mean, a Julie,
1: I feel like you're everywhere. No. <laughs> everywhere I turn, I see you. So I feel like you do it all. But <laughs> listen, all. stylists are amazing. They're an amazing growth part of our business. And I really appreciate you being here and taking a note of the fact that we're trying to do things a little bit different from what's out there in the industry and trying to make this into more of a lifestyle company. If you can see our Instagram as well, kind of captures that as well. Yeah, what we're trying to do is involve our bride as a bride that's looking for us for ideas, and not just for a bridal gown or not just for flowers, etc. So we kind of want to be that engine that people come to us and look and say, okay, well, Spino Bride's cool. I would like that and that for my wedding day. Even if it's a headpiece or makeup or nails and that we post on our Instagram as well. I actually saw the nails recently and I was so like, so oh cool, my
0: right? God. I have horrible, like little small nails. I could never do it, but it's so cool. So I guess my question is more of a business question, but you know, like, why try to. Not everything to everyone because you have a very specific look, but you're doing so many things. And I get the lifestyle brand, but like, just tell me a little bit more about the rationale behind well, it.
1: Well, at first, we kind of wanted to be a stop and shop, right? Like shop where you can come in and say, okay, well, this is where I'm going to get referred to for makeup, hair, my nails, my dress, like um, my accessories, my veil, everything, shoes. Because if you think about it, if you do that, it's easier for a person who's like not looking to search for everything. And it is hard to do because it's what we have is very curated, so it doesn't really apply for every single bride that comes in. But all we can do is basically refer business elsewhere to anyone in the industry, such as yourself. Oh, you know, you're looking for somebody to style you on your day. Well, guess what? I know Julie, and she's amazing, and et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, just having that easy information in your fingertips and just passing it on really just goes a long way. And it helps everyone else in the industry, not just yourself. I think that's
0: actually such a good point. And brides are so inundated with information. And it's something we talk about on this podcast all the time. And curating that down from a specific perspective, it, you know, they when it's the right bride and you capture that, they want. You know this look you know it's you guys will see in the video that we're going to do afterwards but every piece in here almost goes together i can see a bride wearing you know these dresses with this headpiece and that robe for getting ready and this over skirt and it really is a curated from your perspective and i think that that's what makes it so special and i think that you know i've taken several of my brides here and they Thank love
1: you. of course <laughs> of
0: course and to your other store as well and they love the calm the peace the beauty the smell just everything that you do here. Your- I'm
1: so glad you said that about the uh, peace and tranquility. We actually do treat this space as if though it was a spa. When you walk in the store, everyone takes off their shoes. We get you into spa slippers. We give you tea, water, or champagne if you say yes to the dress. And we walk you around. We tour you around all the designers and their story. And it's your space. No one else is in the space at the same time. So it really feels warm and curated and like, it's your own. I mean, it's your special day. So why wouldn't you be able to have this amount of square footage for your day and just a beautiful environment?
0: And, you know, as I was doing some research before we spoke, a lot of people talk about it as your disruptor in the wedding fashion industry. How do you feel about that?
1: I like it. You do? (laughs) Okay. so tell me. I like being noticed. I also like being behind the scenes. So a lot of times where we get posted by our brides or people refer us, they usually say, oh, well, They're different. They're not like other bridal shops. But I like that. I mean it could be different bad, but I think it's different good in a way where I feel like brides are coming here for a statement piece. They're coming here because they'll know, Oh, this is a spina bride dress, which is really cool. And, you know, just having the idea that they're family and we're not same here you go, here's the dress, and then saying goodbye. It's more, here you go, here's the dress, and I'll see you later because you're gonna send me pictures and you're gonna refer your other brides here, and we're gonna give you a beautiful candle that will always remind you of the scent that it was for being a bride, or just having that curated nice experience. Like there are brides here that come three or four times and they'll say, You know, I haven't found that dress yet, but I know I want to buy from you, so please like help me find the dress. Like and we'll say, Well, what are you looking for? And it's really nice to have that from our brides because, you know, you want them to be your brides. You want them to be your friends, quote unquote. And they want to feel that trust in the relationship. And who would you
0: say your target bride is? Who is this woman you're speaking?
1: Well, I do know she is 25 to 35 in years of age. She is more international. She's definitely the bride who wants to make a statement. Our average price point, I would say, is about five. And then the other store, five to eight. But... It's the girl who basically wants her dream dress that she can't find out there and she's looking for somewhat something custom. Uh, She doesn't want to look like her friends. Right. You know?
0: Which is something I hear more and more Mm -hmm.
1: of. Whereas before it used to be like, my friend wore this and I'd want to wear something similar because I think that looks really beautiful. Now it's the complete opposite. I don't want to look like my friends.
0: And I think it's also a great resource for a lot of the other outfits. You know, I've had clients where... We've done a wedding dress elsewhere, let's say, but they're looking for an amazing rehearsal dinner dress, and we come in and try on your gorgeous slip gowns over here.
1: Exactly, and a lot of these things can also be dyed in a different color, which oh, is great. That's so cool. I didn't even know that. <laughs> which is so nice. And do you, you do know, that by hand? Who does that? My designer actually does it. I mean, she does, this particular designer, the uh, slip dress queen, I call her, is based in Paris, and she actually dyes her own small dyes die baths in Paris, which is so nice. She lives in the outskirts of Paris and it's a beautiful old home and she has a small team. At one point, what I want to do is actually travel around the world and and visit all of my designers and see where they actually do all their work so I can actually share that with my brides as well because I think it's really important to see how small businesses work. Can I come? Yes, absolutely. There's (laughs) so much to do. I have a great business idea. It It would be a show.
0: We could go and Take all of the small wedding producers yes. around the world yes. and do a show about yes. it. Yes, wouldn't that be? I cool? love that
1: idea. Don't leave me out in it. I love Are that idea. Are you kidding? Idea. No I way. Go. <laughs> no,
0: because you're the one who's curating all of this for the American clients, yeah, and the we people really have a good here.
1: time. Yeah, we really have a good time. Our designers, I'm actually really excited because Bridal Mark is coming the next two weeks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right around the corner. And, Again. Yeah, and all of my designers are coming, and I'm like, where am I going to put you all? But I have three trunk shows, one at the LPG store, one and two here, the Liz Martinez one, and the A La Robe one in the front, and Lee Grabinow, obviously, at the other store. So it's going to be really busy. They're amazing.
0: So, how involved, you know, tell me a little bit about the process that you go through in selecting these designers.
1: So actually, when we first started, it was a lot of Instagram soul searching. (laughs) And I stalked a lot of designers and put myself out there and said, I know I don't have a shop yet, but I want to bring you in. And some trusted and some didn't. Obviously, you know, it takes a lot for you to say, I want you to be exclusive to me in New York, Tri-State area or in the East Coast and trust that I'm going to bring business for you. So a lot of the people who first started with us are still with us because they trusted us and we trusted them to bring us on board, like Delarna has been with us from the very beginning. A la robe has been with us from the very beginning. We actually paid rent with just a la robe slip dresses the first couple of months. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, because you know, when you first start off the business, you don't know who your bride is. You assume you know who your bride is, but she actually kind of grows and evolves and you evolve with her. And I tell all my brides this, like, this space is curated for you. If you tell me you don't like this and you like that, we're listening. We're changing styles and bringing in styles that will actually work for you because of what you say to us. Oh, I envision myself in this, but my budget is this and I can't afford that. But I would like to have this top with this skirt. Well, why not? Why can't you have it all? So that's kind of what we're trying to strive to do and get ahead of the curve to make sure that we can attend to all different types of brides. And, you know, it's actually, I think... What makes that very
0: unique is that a lot of the larger bridal designers, and I will not name names, won't do any changes. Mm-hmm. And if you want They're something done... They're probably
1: scared. You know, well, it's, it's I hard. think
0: it's also that, you know, they design it and they think that's how they want the dress to be. And they don't want their design to be compromised. But that doesn't always fit. And, you know, some things can be done in fittings sort of like on the down low and some can't. So having the ability to really customize with each one of your designers, I think is an amazing thing, except when the bride can't envision it.
1: Exactly. And you know, You can tell when a bride can't envision versus a bride who's willing to take the risk and trust us. And, you know, I'll tell the bride if if they're not 100% for it, listen, if you're not looking to customize and you want a dress just as is, we'll help you find a dress just as is because they're beautiful as they sit on the rack. But then if there is that girl who wants to be a little bit more risque and wants something different and, you know, we do put things together. For example, one of my designers can change a top and a skirt, so we'll put the top on her and we'll put another skirt over it so she can kind of see it in the mirror. So things like that are easy to do. I feel like um where it's harder to envision would be at the league bridal salon because she's not the designers physically not there. So myself and another stylist are the only two that really hold hands with the bride and her team and really put things together and really envision things, but you know we can put a lot of things together and show the bride this is what it's going to look like and unless she sees it, you're right. It, she's not going to go for it unless she feels comfortable. And it's more of a trusting relationship that she's building with us to say, this is going to work, you know, otherwise we can't sell it. It's true.
0: And I think some people just don't have that, like the ability to envision. And then it's important to know that it's not for them. And, you know, I would imagine that's a something you train your stylists to know because custom on the wrong person is a disaster.
1: Oh, absolutely. And we luckily have not experienced the disaster part so far because we've been good about being vocal about, Okay, well, this is what it's going to look like. I can't show you a drawing after. She's not a bespoke designer. Whereas Samuel Couture that's in the Highline room, you can actually see the process as it goes. Because she physically comes and she'll do a toile for you on your body. She'll get the fit perfect. And then she starts layering on the fabrication. So if you're that girl that actually wants to go shopping with a designer to find fabric, she's your designer.
0: That's very cool. And her stuff is absolutely beautiful. beautiful. I've known her for a long time. She's amazing. And I think that it's just very, oh, God, I don't even know the right word for it. I think
1: her stuff is ethereal. I mean her yeah. she does a lot of beautiful silk tool fabrications and actually one of the hottest styles that she has right now is a an all over lace. It's um three D lace, again, kind of floral, but it's sheer underneath. So it's actually just kind of covered wherever it needs to be covered, and then the rest of it is sheer and it's three quarter sleeves. So it looks on the rack like it could be modest, but then you the girl gets it on her and she's like, Wow. So yeah, she's doing really well. So how do you communicate?
0: to brides out there before they come into the store the different perspectives because as you look around the showroom they're very different and so you know yes from your curated eye and through Instagram but you know how do they know that they can come here and get that And
1: so it's interesting because the brides who book in for us already know the designers. A lot of them already know the designers. So they're coming in specifically to look for that. Those who don't are looking on our website. And we have a beautiful gallery that lists out these are the designers. These are the pictures of what we normally carry uh, year round and the prices as well. A budget does really play a role in like what you want to get yourself involved in. If I have a $5,000 bride coming in, which is a great budget, she may not want to get a $10,000 dress. But you know, if I tell her it's bespoke and it's fully tailored and you have the experience of the designer, she may. So in reality, I think the curated experience comes when they walk through the door and we tell them about all the designers and we speak about the budgets and we speak about everything that all the designers can do. That's when she really can say, you know what, I can venture off to that spot or that designer, or you know what, let me stick with this instead. So she really has the option to do that.
0: And people, brides actually, don't know what wedding dress costs. Almost every single one of my clients, you know, I don't, when I ask about a budget, they're like, I have no idea. And wedding planners ask me. Someone asked me last week, my bride's asking me what a good wedding dress budget is. What do you think?
1: <laughs> and, Just keep it open. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: But, you know, so I think that it's important, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in not trying to sell a bride something she can't afford which is not what you're saying but then on the other side she might be able to afford it if she understands it and values it yeah you know give
1: her the option to look around and to feel and to touch and if she does want to fall in love and try on a really expensive dress it's it's really on her you can't avoid her not picking up a dress that she can't afford but you know eventually brides come in here and no one's ever upset Uh, We're pretty vocal about everything that the designers can do and what, and, you know, depends on if they have a Pinterest board and what their style is, we'll wean them in the right direction. We'll say, well, okay, I know your budget is this and... You can't specifically get a Samuel Couture, but there's a style that looks similar to that, that's comparable, and that's within line, and here it is, you know? So there's always something. Right. And they appreciate that. What is your best tip for brides in setting a
0: wedding dress budget?
1: I would say... Take the budget out of the flowers.
0: (laughs) Says the florist. Amazing. (laughs) Or floral Um, designer. Or change to
1: plants, you know, instead of flowers and put all the money into your wedding dress. No, in reality, I do feel strongly about the wedding dress because it's what everyone's going to remember. It's what everyone's going to look at. You're the center of attention for the entire thing. I do also like uh, versatility. So if a bride says, well, I have a $10,000 budget, but I want to get two dresses. Well, you know, we have a jumpsuit you can wear underneath. And then there's an overskirt that makes it look like a wedding dress. How awesome is that? So two in one. Why not? Why not?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, because your designers are all international, does that make the timeline longer Um, or any of them quick? What can a
1: bride expect? I would say normal lead times for us is anywhere between six and eight months. And that's door-to-door production. And they do get inundated because they're smaller designers, not just because they're international. But they do their best. And if there is a bride that's in a crunch time frame, for a rush fee, they'll put her in the front of the line and they'll get her a dress in three months. Okay, so that's
0: the rush. So no one should come in here like, I'm getting married in four weeks and need a new dress. No, but you know
1: what? I always try to help out a bride. So if that does happen and it has happened to us before, I always depending on the situation, can try and sell something off the floor.
0: If she's a sample size,
1: that works. Exactly. Yeah. If you're a
0: last-minute bride, try to be a sample size.
1: Or I can refer brides that bride to a sample sale. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Location. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I think it's important information because I know that a lot of times the more detail that goes into a dress, the smaller the producer, the more bespoke each garment is, it just takes longer. And that's something that I think brides today, you know, you order everything – You have something the next day, sometimes the same day on Amazon, and the timing is really...
1: Well, brides also forget that they also need to alter their dresses, right? So I have a production timeline of six to eight months, but then seamstresses also have their timeline because they get busy. So in reality, they should also be buffering another two to three months just to be on the safe end and just so you have to dress in your hands the month of your wedding date and you're not worried about it getting hemmed or if you lost weight or if you need to do something else to it or you change your shoes or whatever the situation is, you know? And you don't
0: do alterations on site, is that right? So
1: I have a girl that works for us to do minor little tweaks here and there or if it's a last minute bride or if it's a bride that's coming in internationally and it's only here for like four days. But I prefer to send my brides to someone who has a big business. So one of the seamstresses I recommend is so elegant. She actually did my wedding dress for me too, and I trust her 100%, and she's dealt with almost all of these dresses for the last three years. So she, and she's flexible, and she's just on 39th Street, and we have such a good relationship together that if she ever needs anything, I'm just a phone call away. So it's, my brides don't feel like I'm leaving them after they get alterations, I'm still around we're still around. We're still supporting. She doesn't work for us, but she works for to make sure and to ensure that every bride is happy. Okay, that's great. Yeah. And it's
0: nice that you don't have from a business standpoint, that whole other arm. It's
1: just, you know, I wish I could. It's just we're curated and we're small and we're private appointments. So in order to, you kind of have to choose which one's better. Like I'd rather give the curated one-on-one experience to the bride and then have her deal with the seamstress one-on-one on on her time instead of doing all that the same time in the same shop. Right, 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 right.
0: Well, I think that this has been incredibly, incredibly helpful and informational, I think, to all of the listeners out there. This is awesome. And I love that you're here and that you're doing so well. And I love to see the growth and to come into your beautiful shops. Thank you. Well, stay tuned.
1: Who knows what will happen to us in the next year? Oh, (laughs) A lot of good things are coming, which is nice. A little
0: teaser. Okay, well, I'll come back and we can talk about them when they come.
1: Sounds great. Thanks, Julie. Thank you so much. Bye, guys.
0: And for all of you out there, thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope this has been really helpful and informational, especially if you're a bride who isn't a traditional bride looking for, you know, what is out there in a lot of the bigger stores. You should definitely check out Spina, check out her beautiful, beautiful Instagram, which the handle is at SpinaBride. So also check out Spina NYC. <laughs> <laughs> and then make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. And if you like it, leave a little review so that can help people find us and you know tell people that we're out there and check back with us next week so that you don't miss a tip on how to be dressed, styled, and down the aisle. Bye for now.